0: I'm your host, Jen Ramsey. As a coach with a love for metaphysics, science, spirituality, and strategies that get results, I'll help you step away from self-doubt and create a powerful new story for your life, business, or career. Join me. Self-love. What is it? How do we do it? How can we feel more of it and how can we be more consistent at it? How can we revolutionise our relationship with ourselves? Hey everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Your Freedom Unlimited with me, Jen Ramsey. I am so pleased you're here, especially to talk about such a huge topic. Self-love is really a very loaded topic and a big one for so many of us. But I feel it's so important if we want to live a happy life where we're doing what matters most to us. So where do we begin on a topic like this? Well, today I just wanted to share with you a few of the things that I've learned on my journey to self-love. At times for me, let me tell you, the journey has felt like climbing Mount Everest, but it has been so, so worth the effort. And while I'm certainly not perfect now, I can absolutely see the difference between the old gen and Who was not at all self-loving, to the new me that is much kinder and much more self-loving. So in this episode, I'd like to share with you nine key steps that I've found that really help to create more love for ourselves. And while every step along the way is important, I really want to encourage you to listen to the end of this podcast. Listen until step nine, because I feel that step nine is the missing key to all of this and i think it's the big thing also that has stopped us from feeling love for ourselves. I'll let you make, i'll let you be the judge of that, and when we get there, but i really encourage you to listen along until we get to step 9. And today i just want to say look that i understand that some things i share may resonate with you and some may not, but i am just handing this over to you as a chance for you to perhaps work on your own self-love project, to think about where self-love sits in your life and how you could bring even more self-love in if you so choose now this episode is also a companion episode to episode 65 of your freedom unlimited where i talked about the inner critic versus the inner compassionate self and in that episode i really talked about how to turn down the volume on the inner critic and how to bring more compassion into our lives and how that really helps us in our lives I also promised in that episode that I'd share with you this self-love how-to guide in this episode. So here we are. I'm I'm wanting to deliver on that promise. But before we talk about how to create more self-love in our lives, I thought thought it would be really valuable for me to quickly define for you what self-love is. So I went back to my absolute favorite dictionary, the Oxford Dictionary, and I wanted to see what it had to say. So it said this, it says, self love is the feeling that your own happiness and wishes are important. And to be frank, I love that definition. It's so simple and it's so clear. But unfortunately, the path to self love for some of us has not been that straightforward, not that simple and clear. And I'm not sure about you, but I know that for many that can be due to past experiences, childhood, or some sort of social conditioning. I knew that when I grew up, I thought that thinking that if you were self-loving, that you might be selfish and self-centered. Ironically, though, I found that being more self-loving, the more self-loving I've been to myself, the more I've been able to do and be for other people. It's the absolute flip of what I used to think. So from all of that perspective, so if we can just go back to that de- that, that definition that says that self-love is the feeling that your own happiness and wishes are important, Let me share with you a few of the things that I've learned along the journey. Here are my nine steps to loving yourself more. So the first one is, is to make the choice to love yourself. This is a game changer. It was absolutely a game changer for me and many that I work with. Because for a long time, I thought that self-love was something very elusive. I felt that it was something outside of me. And I felt that perhaps it was something you had to be lucky to be born with, or maybe you just didn't get the self-love gene. So when I realized the first step to loving yourself is to make the decision to love yourself, it was absolutely mind-blowing. And it seems so obvious to me now, but it was something that I had completely missed for a long time. So it did revolutionize things for me because what happens is when we make a decision about something, it automatically changes the game. We become quite strong and quite focused as we step into what I call the frequency of the decision. So this sounds, it's a simple step and it actually is. It just comes down to really letting go of, of those feelings that you might have had about yourself. And even if you're not sure of, what self-love exactly looks like, making the decision to love yourself is truly the first step. Because once you make that decision, as I said, you sort of step into that frequency of the, of the action and then things start flooding into you. So, and, and you also, once you've made that decision, you are then in a position to start living that decision. And that's where step number two comes in. So step number two is about understanding the power of your own thoughts and emotions. So as I've said so many times on this podcast, our thoughts create our reality. And that's not just me talking, that's not just Jen Ramsey, that is quantum physics. And there are so many experiments that have been done now that prove that the observer in a situation will affect the observed, that'll affect the outcome. So what that means is, is that, when the thoughts that we're thinking about and the way that, the ways that we're feeling about ourselves are going to actually lead to that outcome that we're getting. So if I'm, being, if I'm thinking self-loving thoughts, then I'm going to have more self-loving feelings and outcomes. But if I am being critical, which I've done a lot in my life, then that's going to create more negative thoughts and emotions in my body and it's not going to lift me up to that place of self-love. So here I'm talking about becoming really aware of the thousands of thoughts that could be swirling around our minds and at, at any given time of the day. And I'm really asking you to think about looking at the quality of those thoughts. And this is about being really, really honest with ourselves. This is not about gaming the system. I'm not asking you a quiz here that, that you know, if you answer particular questions, you'll, you'll get a particular outcome. It really is about becoming honest with yourself. And I know when I looked at my thoughts, I realized that they were not so loving. For a long time, the thoughts of my inner critic or my nasty girl that I've called her dominated everything and they did absolutely nothing for my level of self-love, let me tell you. So some of the thoughts that, that I remember thinking that, that really undermined me were thoughts like not good enough or not smart enough not pretty enough, not worthy. And it depends where you are in your life. It could be, I've I've worked with people who have said, well, you know, I'm not old enough. Other people have said, I'm not young enough. So there are all of these thoughts that diminish ourselves and that are ultimately very negative and not loving. So they're a huge drain on us and it's no wonder. When I looked at those thoughts, I thought it was no wonder that I wasn't being very self-loving. Another huge drain on our our self-love quotient is when we compare ourselves to others. That's another huge drain. And again, it's something that we can be doing that we don't even notice. It's such a habit. So I'd like to really ask you to listen, take note of the sorts of things that you're saying to yourself. And some of these things can be, they'll be autopilot thoughts. So what thoughts have you got on autopilot and what can you do to turn them off? And one of the things that I find is this this act of becoming aware of our thoughts and starting to listen to what we're saying to ourselves can help us actually turn things around. And that then brings us to step number three. So step number three is about stepping into the frequency, the emotional frequency of acceptance and allowing, and that then allows us to move into self-love. So, the best way that I have found to turn around those negative thoughts that I was just talking about is to become at least accepting of those thoughts and allowing of those thoughts, and then accepting of myself and allowing of myself. So, this is the step before feeling self love. So, I'm not suggesting that you've got to go into some sort of gushy, I love myself, you know, feeling when that could be a long way from how you've been feeling about yourself. But the big stepping stone here, that the step between not feeling great about yourself and really stepping to self-love is this middle ground. It's about feeling feelings of acceptance for yourself. And even if you feel perhaps that you can't accept yourself in the moment, just allowing yourself so it's these stepping stones that we take to self-love. And I have to say I've found this absolutely works for me because when we're more accepting of ourselves, we're reducing that harshness, those harsh thoughts, and we're paving the way towards love. But we're not, I'm not asking you to go from zero to 100 kilometers an hour on this. I'm saying let's just start off by working towards this feeling of self-love. So this is where we say things to ourselves like, I accept how I'm feeling right now about myself. So you're actually accepting the feelings. You're not trying to push the feelings away. You're just saying, I accept that maybe I'm not feeling so loving about myself and I accept that and I'm going to work towards feeling more loving towards myself. You know, and this is, we can, when we look at ourselves in the mirror, as women, we can look at ourselves in the mirror and we'll find all of the sorts of things that we don't like about ourselves. It could be the size of our nose, the size of our waist, our hair, whatever it is. And let me tell you, if you've seen me, you'll know that I've got lots of very curly hair. And I've had people make really interesting comments about my hair on social media. And I've just realized that with my hair, yes, it is pretty wild, it's pretty curly, but it's part of me. And so I'm accepting that part of me. And as I've accepted that part of me, I've then been able to to work towards working with it. And yes, my hair is pretty wild and crazy. And I have some days where I've really got to tame it down. But I've grown to really accept and value it as part of of who I am. So this is about, what I guess I'm sharing here is about this idea of just working towards self-love by being in the place of acceptance and allowing of yourself, and this is a part. This is about, you know, thing, how we look on our outside, but it's also about how we look on our how we feel about ourselves on the inside, and just understanding. This is a very gentle step by step process, and it starts by just allowing the feelings to run through. So this is where I want to be really clear. I'm not talking about positive thinking and pushing away negative thoughts. Not at all. I'm talking about accepting and allowing the feelings that we have because when we accept and allow those feelings actually can just flow through us and then when we accept and allow our feelings we can then come into more gentle space we actually and then gently we start to to feel this feeling of self-love. So that's what I wanted to share with you here. This is something that we doesn't have to happen overnight and it's something that we practice over time. And even if it might still feel like a tough ask for you, I just would love you to, to really just take this step by step. Because I do know from my own experience and from those around me that it really and those who have worked within this space that it really works. It's very gentle and it's very loving. So the other thing I'd like to share with you here is also if you're if you're having trouble accessing the feeling of love, I'd like you to, I'd like to suggest a couple of things. Firstly, just think about something or someone that you love. It could be a parent, it could be a child, it could be a family member, it could be your pet. And just step into the frequency of that love. Feel that feeling of love in your body for just a moment. So if you can access that love there for something or someone else, you can also access it for for yourself over time. So just feel that feeling just for a moment. Take a breath. Breath in and out and just feel that love, it that feeling of love for something or someone else. And then start to practice that feeling of love. Just direct that feeling of love to things and people around you. So even if you feel you can't direct it at yourself immediately, just start practicing the feeling of love by directing the feeling of love to perhaps someone you meet at the grocery store, thanking them for what they've done. I know last week I had an experience where. I wanted to get a, a loaf of bread, and I wanted to have it sliced and it, it took a few minutes to find someone in the grocery store. It was sort of late in the afternoon. It took a few minutes to find someone to do that slicing of the bread. Anyway, they came along and I was just grateful that they'd done it. I was buying a loaf of bread for a very dear friend of mine, and um, I wanted to make sure it was just right. So and when they handed the bread over to me, they were a little bit apologetic about the time it had taken, and I said, I said, I'm so grateful that you've done this because the the lady who's going to receive it is not able to slice the bread for herself. So you've done a great thing, and just that feeling of that gratitude that I provided to the to the person in the in the grocery store, they were really touched. They realised that something they'd done had made was going to make a real difference to someone else. So just sharing that love out into the world, it might seem very simple to talk about someone at the grocery store, but. It's everyone that we meet. If we can start to direct that love into different parts of our lives, we'll start to feel more of it in our life. So that's how we really start feeling into self love. It's just practicing it, feeling it for others, and then we can start to direct it for ourselves, to ourselves. I've. This is actually a huge part of a process here. And I speak quite a bit more about allowing and accepting in one of the other episodes of my podcast. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes or in the blog to this podcast so you you can learn more about that. So once we've done those first three steps, what's another step that we can take is step four, which is listening to our inner wisdom first. So what I mean here is that Really, when we're self-loving, we start to listen to ourselves and we become our own North Star. So this is again where many of us, since we've been perhaps quite small, have been trained to listen, listen to others first. We've been trained to listen to our teacher, listen to our parent, listen to whatever others have said. What that's done though, is it trains us, it's trained us to look for answers outside of ourselves. and, Certainly, it was good for a period of time. But what I've found as I've gotten older is that it can be very confusing because there's so many different views and opinions out there. And actually, we do have this incredible storehouse of wisdom within ourselves. So it's a really valuable place to to come to. We become more self-loving when we get to know what we want and by listening to that inner wisdom. So the answers are within us but the key for that to find those answers is to sometime is is to take the time to listen to what we what what is important to us and that brings me to step number 5 in our self-love journey so step number 5 is about creating the space to be for a moment rather than always be doing so a lot of us and i know certainly myself included we can spend a lot of time being very busy in our lives but to understand and truly love ourselves We need to know what we want and what's most important to us. And these answers are really, can only be found inside of ourselves. And to find those answers, we need to create a small space daily to be rather than do. So this is just about taking a small time out, perhaps just five minutes a day, just to be, just to sit. Now, if meditation feels like too much, and I do have a how to meditate guide um, that's also available in the show notes, but if meditation feels like too much, just take five minutes to sit and allow your body and your mind to come to stillness. You might want to have a cup of tea and l- look at the sunrise or have a cup of tea when you get up or perhaps have a cup of tea when the sun's going down or take five minutes after you've eaten your lunch to, just to sit and be still. So I know for me, I was busy for a very long time actually to avoid being still. But since I've taken time every day to be still, I found so much power in it. It's in the slowing down that we actually speed up. It's in that space when we allow ourselves just to be rather than always being on the go, that we're actually able to connect with our infinite self. And we're able to just receive new ideas and inspirations that 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 really that are coming to us that source really wants to send to us so to really start tapping into that inner wisdom we've got to create some space for that to happen step number 6 on our self-love journey is to create a very tiny self-love ritual that you can do daily so this to me was another game changer it was something that was just very taking a a very creating a very tiny daily ritual of self-love. And when I say tiny, I mean really tiny. It need only take a couple of minutes, but it just needs to be something that you can do for yourself consistently every day to show yourself that you feel love for yourself. So what was that for me? And you you might laugh when you hear this, but for me it was a very small thing that I knew that I could do daily. And what it was was to take my supplements on a daily basis. So this was a sign to me of being loving to myself and supporting my body and helping it could be the best helping it to be the best that it could be. So something very simple, but it was just something that I knew every day that I could do that was going to show me love for myself. And this is something that you can do for yourself. So just I just ask you, what tiny little ritual can you build into your day to show you that you love you? The key is, is that it needs to be super simple and something that you can do every day, that you can attach the meaning of self-love to it. So it could be something that you it could be something that you're already doing. It could be taking your supplements. It could be taking a walk or it could be having a cup of tea before the rest of your household wakes up. But it's just something that you can commit to every day. And this then leads me to step number seven, where we're moving from the mind to the body. So step number seven in the the journey to self-love is really about involving your body in the process. So what we know from neuroscience is, is that when we change our physiology, we can change the way we feel emotionally. So this can be as simple as putting our shoulders back, opening our chest and face up, and looking up to the sky instead of looking down. So research shows us that changing our physiology like this will create a cascade of positive emotions that will run throughout our body and definitely change how we feel inside. It's an incredibly powerful way to break through that negative cycle of of emotions that we can be feeling. Now, Amy Cuddy from Harvard has done a fantastic TED talk on this that I'm going to put a link into the show notes. So, and she talks a lot about this in that TED talk, but I just want to even ask you now just for a moment just to take a breath and wherever you are if you're driving perhaps just even put your shoulders back but wherever you are driving walking sitting just take a breath now now put your shoulders back and open your heart and your gaze just upward instead of looking downward we do spend so much time at our desks and potentially you know huddled over our computers that we can move into this more negative physiology quite easily so this is why taking regular breaks and putting our shoulders back putting our chest up and looking out to the sky looking up to the sun can make a huge huge difference to how we're feeling and linked to all of that is then moving our bodies really regularly and that again has been another incredibly powerful step for me in my journey to self-love So as you may know, I love yoga, I love walking our dog Lucy and dancing. So those things are really important to do those things every day and to just move in some way. The other thing that I've found is putting healthy food in my body makes a huge difference to how I feel. So I stopped eating sugar a long time ago and I have felt so much better for it um, because I just don't have that extra substance in my body that my body is trying to assimilate and deal with. So, just a question to you what is one simple thing you could do to involve your body in your self love project? Because we are body, mind, and spirit after all. Step number eight of our process of our journey to self love is to celebrate the uniqueness of you. There is, and I want to just highlight right now that there is only one you on this planet. There's never ever been anyone like you before. There's no one on the planet like you now and there is no one like you coming in the future. You are a completely unique and beautiful individual with a very unique energetic foot fingerprint. So it's time to really celebrate that and love that. So your path in the world is uniquely yours and it is about loving yourself on that path and giving yourself the support and self-love you need so you can keep on growing. So As an extension of that, we come to step number nine. So I spoke about this in my introduction and I want to talk about it more now. So step number nine is about celebrating the divinity within us. So what do I mean by this? What I mean by this is that that I have the belief that each of us are a part of the divine, the great all that is, the consciousness, God, great spirit, whatever name works for you. So what I'm talking about here is understanding that we are loved and supported by being part of a greater whole. And I believe we've just forgotten this, and I believe it's actually one of the missing keys to feeling self-love. Because when we tap into this this notion of being part of a greater whole and a loving whole, it's really like tapping into self-love on steroids, so if you're listening now and you have some beliefs around spirituality, you may accept this idea. If you don't, you might see this as a very big and pretty out there call. But wherever you are on the spectrum, I just would like to ask you to give this idea a go just, just for a minute. My ex- because my experience is, is this opens the door to self-love because, because it's like we've found a missing part of the whole. We've, we're returning to wholeness. And there is such beauty and love when we connect with that divine within. And the other thing is, is that it is something that is completely available to any of us right now. We just need to put the try the idea on for size and step into it and experience it for ourselves. So I've covered a lot of ground here today in terms of thinking about self-love and how we can build more of it. So I just want to suggest a little experiment to you. So imagine just for one day, or if that's too much, just for one hour, or maybe just for 10 minutes, you do an experiment where instead of perhaps criticizing yourself or comparing yourself, or just perhaps pushing yourself to get something done, what about bringing in an energy and frequency of self-acceptance and self-love? And maybe seeing how you perhaps are part of that greater, larger, loving whole. So why not try this now? Why not just take a calm breath in and breathing out. And on your next breath in, just try breathing a feeling of love into your body. You might call up a feeling of love that you have for something or someone else. But just that feeling of love, just try breathing that into your body right now and allowing it in and allowing yourself to accept and receive that love. So just take a few breaths in and out on that. And if you can, just feel the energetic difference in your body after only a couple of minutes. After a while, you might even find that you're even receiving even more feelings of love and perhaps some insights about things. So if you can, I'd just love to encourage you to try this experiment. You might just like to... Set an alarm on your clock and on, and try this a couple of times a day and just see how you can feel more love and how you can perhaps feel that turning into self-love and feel that flowing into your life and into what you're doing and feel how that might create more ease, more flow and more abundance in your life. I've certainly found it is a much easier and such a better way of living, especially after all of those years of living with a really tyrannical inner critic. And if you can, perhaps just journal the results that you get so you can remember what it feels like and you can see the benefit of trying this experiment. So I'd love to see how you go with this experiment. And I'd love to see your comments in the, to the, to, you know, please send me some comments either to the podcast or send me an email. And again, I want to thank you so much for being a part of your Freedom Unlimited and for sharing your energy with me by being here on me with the podcast. I really appreciate the fact that you're here. I also really appreciate your reviews and ratings, so please write and review this podcast wherever you're listening to it, in the App Store or wherever you're listening on Google or Stitcher or Spotify, because your reviews really help more people find the podcast. So as ever on this podcast, over to you. I'd love you to try some of these ideas on for size and see what happens, and I'd love you to let me know, and I'll look forward to talking to you very soon. Take great care and lots of love. And we'll talk soon. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. If you like this show, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate and review Your Freedom Unlimited on your favourite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments or feedback, you can reach me directly at jenramsey.com. Thanks for listening.